Welcome back to International Nations News. This is your host, Nathan Stevens, and today we will be talking about the most recent United Nations Summit on the new NATO alliance. Today with me in the studio, I have Prime Minister of Hungary, uh, Prime Minister Viktor Orban. Prime Minister, how's it going today? Hello, Nathan. It's very great to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, like you said, we just got back from the most recent summit uh, on the new NATO alliance. And let me tell you, this week's summit was kind of an awkward position for uh, the country of Hungary. Um, I, I kind of had to watch my, watch my tongue because uh, we are both allies with the West. Um, but also at the same time, we welcome uh, relations with with uh, Russia, um, and that's that's has a lot to do with our uh, history together, our history of the past, as well as um, future growth opportunities in the in the uh, near future, as well as the far future. So uh, it was tough to not step on some toes this week. <laughs> Prime Minister, I, I bet it was a difficult time um, to, to have to balance your relationship with the West as well as Russia. Um, and so I just wanted to ask, what were a few of, of your goals um, while you're kind of negotiating this conference? And what did you see as your, your uh, most useful tactic um, in an effort to uh, further the interests of your country? Well, Nathan, I'm happy you asked. Uh, I, I mean, how much of this is going to stay between us? Because um, <laughs> under the table, I was definitely uh, just trying to see how I could seize as much personal power as possible. But uh, if we're talking talking frankly and publicly, um, a few of my uh, main priorities was not being scared to deepen my ties with uh, NATO, but also not trying to uh, sever my ties with Russia. It was definitely a game of playing in the middle for Hungary. Um, and this was indeed an awkward role. Uh, when it came down to the specific breakup of papers, and I'll get more into that in a little bit, uh, Hungary kind of was the odd man out in a lot of... Uh, a lot of the negotiations because of our dual relationship with the West as well as uh, ex-Soviet Russia. <laughs> well, thank you for elaborating on your, your primary goals in these negotiations, uh, Prime Minister, and, and don't worry. That'll for sure stay between us. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to ask you what aspects of each paper um, do you feel like were turn-ons to your country as well as turn-offs to your country? Um, and, and what were your main objectives when it got down to the nitty-gritty inside the papers? Um, what were the policies that Hungary favored versus uh, maybe try not so much to promote? Nathan, that's a great question. Um, to begin, the pro-NATO paper, uh, where the vast majority of countries signed on, Hungary saw that as a uh, a pretty reasonable um, a reasonable resolution to sign on to. One of the only uh, one of the only 
issues that we really have with the resolution itself is uh, moving to make the um, lower limit of the GDP funding at 1.25% uh, requirement um, because we're currently paying like just over 1% of our GDP uh, into the NATO alliance. And so I looked at that and I decided, you know what, in order to have inflation, honestly, you know, <laughs> it's such a small amount in the large realm of things. We'll just call it inflation and, and, and we'll move on from there. Uh, yeah, I mean, so funding was one small issue, but we worked through it. Additionally, when it came to the separate UN and EU papers, uh, we were not in favor of the EU paper, largely because of their um, commitment to building a standing army and to designate military resources uh, to always be at the ready. And, and we just saw that as antagonistic in a way um, towards Russia, uh, our, our friend, uh, as well as the West. Um, but what we did like was the UN's paper. And um, this is because it formed the United Nations uh, Generally General Assembly, which was simply a platform where military leaders could go and talk things out in response to conflict. Um, and so we, we saw this as a great strategy in building unity in the West. Uh, and also, um, we could have brought Russia into the fold in that in that assembly as well. And that would have um, really just been a great uh, tool to help resolve conflict uh, in the future. Um, and so, yeah, we, we signed on to the pro-NATO paper. And then when it came down to the EU and the UN paper, we were all on board with the UN, but not the EU. Well, Prime Minister Orban, I just had uh, one last question, and that was, how did you feel like you specifically brought something to the table in uh, these these new NATO accords this week? Um, um, what do you feel like you could personally contributed uh, to the summit? Well, Nathan, I think my primary contribution was being the middleman in between uh, both the Russian bloc as well as the West. And that's how I felt the entire week, uh, truly as a middleman. And so sometimes I felt like my voice wasn't being heard. And if it was being heard, it didn't carry any weight. Um, but at other points in time, I felt like I could have given some valuable insight into how Russia may have felt. Whereas other countries from the West, like the UK, uh, the US and France, they weren't as in tune with Russia's um, interests as well as Russia's influence as the country of Hungary actually is. Um, and so, so with that being said, I feel like that's, that's truly what I brought to the table this week. Um, exactly. One, one thing to mention, and this is uh, kind of slimy of Hungary, but um, I, I mean, Hungary first. Uh, that, that, that there's nothing wrong with being nationalistic. Am I right? Um, is that in the final vote on the NATO resolution, I actually was in direct communication with, uh, president Putin, uh, in Russia. 
And I told President Putin, if you invest $500 billion in foreign direct investment in Hungary, I will vote against the NATO resolution. That's what it would have taken to make uh, that that worth it for for Hungary because of the backlash you would have faced from the West. Um, unfortunately, the Russian president did not respond to my inquiry. Um, if he had, we could have certainly had an, an entirely different, shocking end to our our summit with a largely um, beneficial deal for Hungary, but maybe not for everyone else. Um, so really, Nathan, that's all I've, I've got for you. And thank you so much for having me in today. Wow, Prime Minister, that truly would have been absolutely shocking if Russia had uh, responded to your inquiry of investing $500 billion in foreign direct investment if you had voted no on the NATO uh, resolution, effectively killing it on the spot. Wow, that is that is a pretty bold proposal. Um, so I just want to say thank you to, uh, to Prime Minister Orban for coming in today. I've also dropped a link in the description uh, to an article titled Russia, Friend or Foe. And it's an article by Hungary Today. Um, and I thought it just gave great insight into kind of the awkward uh, realm of Hungary's relationship with Western Europe, as well as its deepening of ties with states such as Russia and even China. So with that being said, this has been uh, the International Nations News. I've been your host, Nathan Stevens. Thank you so much for listening in today, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.